Hey, what's up team? This is Gabriel, Gabrock Avila. Leading in the modern military across multiple generations takes a constantly evolving set of skills to ensure no one is left behind. Being selected to serve as a squadron commander in the Air Force is potentially the greatest level of influence you can have on people that will last for the rest of their career. My new book, No Pressure, provides practical advice and reality-tested recommendations to leaders on how you can successfully serve across your command tour and be the inspirational leader everyone needs you to be. Be inspired at any echelon within your unit to not be another cog in the machine and be the leader you've always wanted to follow. You can buy your copy of No Pressure at ConstantElevation.co, Amazon, or Barnes & Noble to include the ebook versions. Don't wait for the future. Define the future. When you talk, you are only repeating what you already know. But when you listen, you may learn something new. In this episode, I share my recent feedback session that includes some interesting and shocking perceptions of me as a leader. I'm not impervious to feedback, nor do I claim to be perfect, but I know that remaining true to myself, both for good and bad, will help me keep my mind and my heart pointed in the right direction and forge a path I can uniquely claim my own. Let's go! This is Constant Elevation, the show for rising Air Force and community leaders who seek to define the future. Learn powerful work and life tactics to tackle any challenge. I'm your host, Gabriel Gabrock Avila. Let's go. What's up, everybody? Gabrock back on the mic once again. It's a celebration. It's a celebration this week because of, if you're tracking on the Air Force side, the recent announcements of the uh, um, 06 uh, boards have come, uh, sort of the colonel board for the rank of 06 in the Air Force was released early this week. So I was able to sh- send out a bunch of congratulatory notes. And so very, very proud of everybody who made it. Um, shout out to Regina Tate, Mary King, Kyle Grigo, uh, fellow cyberspace officers that I know and uh, well-deserved making the rank of 06. And uh, I didn't even hesitate. I said congratulations and immediately said, let me see your promotion recommendation form though i need to see what a two a new two line one looks like because i'm hitting my board this week or this week this year in july actually and uh, um the board got moved up so we'll see exactly like how i fare um i'm actually in the zone for 06 this year i think i said that in probably previous episodes so we'll talk a little bit about that uh, down the road but just want to give an early shout out so some of the math just get, I, I looked at this stuff so uh for the information warfare group there is about uh 54.3% selection rate for everybody who is in the zone. And then for overall across the board, uh, there is a 57.2%. So if you're eligible in the board, 57, 57.2% of them made it. And so all I had to think about when I saw those math numbers, if those numbers stand stand to hold next year uh, when I hit, or this year when I hit my board and the selection rate is the same, I just have to be good enough more than half. Half is, I don't care if I'm 57. I just need to be right above that cut line and I can make uh, the rank of a colonel. So that's always been a lifelong or a career long goal for me, I should say, uh, to make 06 ever since I was a butter bar back at Luke Air Force Base. I've always wanted to uh, attain the rank of colonel. Um, I had a lot of good uh, uh, good ups and and bad down that led me to this path. But I'm looking forward to what's going to happen with uh, um, my chances uh, this year during the board. And so, so again, shout out to all the uh, recent uh, um, selectees for the rank of colonel. Congratulations. So um, on Monday of this week, I had some, uh, uh, I'm going to say up front, this episode, I'm potentially going to get into my emotions. Um, a lot of times what happens is this podcast serves as a little cathartic for me. I need to like um, kind of get some emotions, some thoughts, some ideas off my chest, off my mind, and then it culminates 
when I record this podcast episode. And I feel like this is going to be it because on Monday I received some feedback and I'm going to share this week exactly. I've done this before, either through my old blog, Project Rise or um, uh, on Constant Elevation, just like things going on in my career because I think it's important just to share. I don't mind sharing my story, the goods and bads, because I think hopefully uh, for the the Air Force portion of listening audience, you gather things to do, things not to do, potentially some um, thoughts and emotions going through your head as you're going through your career. Um, and so feedback sessions are always one of those kind of events that like, depending on how it goes, well, not depending on how it goes, you're going to react to it regardless. And so, um, I had mine on Monday and part of it was, um, some feedback for, um, my package going in for senior development education. So SDE going to air war college. So that's like a little bit further in the conversation. So I got called in the office and, uh, um, the, the very so it was three parts of feedback when I go over in this and this week's episode first one this one is the one that threw me off for a loop to the point where like I didn't know what to do with myself as I heard the words the words were hey Gabe so um, um, before I get into this I want to share you some share some feedback for you so I do the person who was talking to me I personally did not believe in this thought but there are multiple people at which infers there are two that believe you exhibit male chauvinist tendencies. I'm going to say that again. There are more than, there's at least, there are multiple people, meaning at least two people in the command that have seen you exhibit male chauvinist tendencies. So I'm like, what? Uh, what? I, I, I had to look it up. First of all, I had to go look up the definition of that. It's a, it's a, it's a male that's disparaging to women. And I'm like, where? what the fu- what is happening where where is this coming from it's like, I, I, all i'm going to tell you is that it has been said out loud i'm like wh- who is saying these words out loud why are these words being i've had lots of words associated with me um uh, lots of words <laughs> male chauvinism is not one of them associated with me i have way too many things in my life i conduct myself um and i pride myself in, in especially at work i'm i base in my relationship or my my perspective on someone based on the merit of their capabilities not nothing to do with their gender what chromosomes they have or don't have their their race religion none of those things that's the beauty i've always thought of the beauty of being in the air force is i don't have to worry about those things because you're it's merit based you, you i i respect the people that come to work and put in the work and so i just was i was i was floored Right. And so and I still am, to be honest. And that's why I'm saying like this as I when I complete recording this episode, I'm going to put my thoughts and my feelings into the ether and then going to move the fuck on because I can't let it dwell on me. So immediately I start trying to take it inventory and I'm like, what am I? Do-? So here's a couple things like when I would be um, talking in a meeting or something like that. And especially like if the senior officers weren't in the room, I would say things like, all right. So amongst act the action officer level, I'd be like, all right. So amongst those girls, we need to make sure we organize the task or email out something like that. Okay. I don't think that's male chauvinist behavior. Maybe somebody thinks it, but I don't think that's not the intent. It's a joke. It's just like, it's not gossipy. I'm just, it's, it's amongst us. We're talking like that. I just say amongst us girls. I don't know why. I think it's funny. And then a couple times I'll like, and most people who, kn- who know me, I'll just kind of throw in random pieces of information. I'll be like, yeah, so they're trying to find um, uh, the next P- uh, OPR for this project. And they're looking for a handsome FGO. So clearly I'm going to be the lead. And so like dumb stuff like that, it's always going to be self-deprecating. It's not, none of those, none of my behavior is based on trying to disparage women. And so I kept on thinking about it, thinking about it. I'm like, I don't understand. I don't know what to do with this information. And so what I did was I immediately called, I was at work still. So I'm just figuring out what the fuck to do with this information. 
So what I did was I first called, I, I texted the wife. I was like, hey, we need to talk about something when I come home. Got it. And we're going to have a dinner conversation or not dinner. We had a conversation. But the first person I called, I called a, a female former work colleague. She doesn't work at the headquarters anymore. And she moved on to, she works at Marfor Cyber now. And I was like, hey, uh, I just, do you mind talking to me real quick? Do you have a chance? Do you have a moment to chat? Yep. Called each other on the phone. I was like, hey, so this, this just happened. She's like, what are you, what are you saying? And I'm like, have you, ex have you seen me exhibit any of those behaviors? And I'm like, she's like, no, no, of course not. And I'm like, I know, but somebody apparently more than two people or at least two people have said those things. And now like this is in the ether and I don't know how to deal with it because I don't think I'm doing it, but I'm not an idiot. I will ask you as another female, do you think it's happening? And she's like, no, I have no idea where it's coming from. She was just as surprised as I was. And then that interaction with uh, female colleagues happened three times since Monday till today. I've asked, I, I want to do a sanity check. I'm like, hey, I'm going to ask you. And I was the females that I work with are very strong, very strong willed, very strong minded, very good at their jobs, all the positive things. And, and they just happen to be females. Cool. And so I felt I asked them because I was like, hey, I, re I respect and trust you. I also respect and trust you that if you saw some of this behavior, you'd pull me on the side and like, hey, knock that shit off because I know they're strong enough like that. Um, and all of them are. And they all said, they're like, yes, if I saw that happening, sir, I would go to you and tell you immediately. Some of them is, sir, some of them is like civilians. Like, I would tell you that. And so I was like, good, there's sensors around me and my work environment that definitely would notice something. If I would, uh, first of all, I don't exhibit this behavior, but if they did, I have a good positive teammate to tell me what's going on. I come home, talk to the wife. She's like, what the fuck are you talking about? Like, I know, I've never heard those words associated with my work performance. And so what we kept on talking about it for a little bit, and then it came to a point where we're like, well, maybe they're using those words, but they don't actually mean that. Because that has a very distinct meaning, right? Male chauvinist. If you were to say, Lieutenant Grenville is an asshole, he's pushy, he's stubborn. Those all things have like maybe varying degrees as far as what that means, because I could be... Um, uh, if someone says I am like focused or stubborn or something like that is because I don't mind having direct conversations, like objective ones to try and get to the bottom line of things. I I'm not going to try and confront and start a fight unless it's needed, but like, I don't try and do those confrontations, especially in public. I'll do them in the private to be like, Hey, I think something is off or I don't, we're, we're, there's a weird vibe going between us and I don't mind having that professional conversation. And so, but maybe some people see that as being very abrupt because I don't like walk around the problem. I want to address it because it's a problem. And more than likely that problem is affecting a bigger, it's more than just me and you. It is a bigger team effect that's happening, a negative effect. And I want to fix it because for the team, not for me. So some people just don't deal with those kind of situations. Um, even at my rank at Lieutenant Colonel, some people cannot have those conversations apparently. And so maybe they're saying male chauvinism, but they actually mean something else where like they just don't like the way I lead per se, which is, it's fine, but don't use those words. And so she was like, I think it's just this, this idea where there's a problem, but they don't know how to articulate it. So they just use those words. I was like, okay, that made sense to me. And I'll own exactly my personality and the, and the good and bad that come along with that. Um, I don't think I'm a negative team player. I've never been one of those kind of people to undercut everybody or just be uh, stubborn unless it's for the a very, very specific reason. And so I'm kind of, I'm not writing it off because I, it's, it's always been like a, a weird metric to never be that officer on the Air Force Times that ended up doing something stupid that can't keep their stuff in their pants. Like, I'm never going to be that guy. So, like, just be... Um, Make sure that you are conducting yourself accordingly. And again, my what 
I can't have those behaviors because I'm the same at home, at work, in the gym, all that kind of stuff, right? I just throw a surd ma'am in there for the appropriate audience. I'm, I act the same, not kidding. And most people who work with me understand that. So if I was a male chauvinist, I wouldn't, in my head anyway, my, my wife would definitely not. I was like, do you guys know my wife? There's no way I could exhibit those tendencies and may, be married to my strong Italian wife. She'd kick the shit out of me. My daughter would also check me as well. She would immediately tell me like you're out of line if I was doing some sort of behavior like that. Surrounded by very strong, strong-willed and strong-minded uh, women at work who also, they res- we respect each other. They give me that feedback. So I know I'm not doing this behavior because I would have too many sensors telling me something is wrong. So I'm not, again, I'm not writing it off. As in, I don't ever, I know I don't do it, but I am going to be cognizant of just making sure I don't exhibit the behavior that I don't do. It's kind of odd. Like, what? It's not even a remotely a nano speck in my DNA to, to act like that. I was raised way better than that. So I think it's, it's feedback for me of just saying someone doesn't like me or whatever the way I conduct myself or something. But whoever this person is, and I don't know who it is, and this is not a, I'm not going to go out a witch hunt to find out who it is because I actually don't give a shit. I have other things I need to do with my life. But there is somebody at work that just will not give me the common courtesy to have a conversation with me. And I find that sad. I find my, I try and make myself as open as possible to anybody and everybody. I don't claim to be perfect. So if I'm doing something wrong, please tell me. I, I'm more than happy to hear that feedback. We can have a conversation and potentially it's going to be a personality trait that you just don't like, but it's a person. It's not a, it's not an intentional. It's just how I conduct myself. Right. And so I don't know. It, it, that was the weirdest part of my feedback. So just getting it out. Like I said, I needed to get off, get it out of my mind and stuff like that. Just, but it's really weird. So uh, I don't know what that, that was the most weirdest part of my, my feedback. Part number two, um, there was a, it said, as far as my performance, one of the feedbacks was saying, just make sure you're not going so fast that you leave other teammates behind. And I was like, Okay, I could, I could see that. And, you know, it's another way. Uh, um, I've, I've heard this feedback in before. All thrust, no vector. I do tend to, like, take action pretty quick. And because I, when, I, when I see something and I see the stars aligned, I have that energy. I want to get shit done today. Like, I have a sense of urgency because I want to make sure. And usually it's a sense of urgency because I'm talking with people and there's some sort of subject matter that is going to have a profound positive impact to the, the overall team. So if I'm in a position to say something, I'm going to say something and I'm not going to necessarily wait for the perfect answer and the perfect solution. I'm going to start talking about it and then maybe even bringing more people into the conversation. So we collectively can come up with the an optimal solution. Right. And so that feedback was aimed at like, just some people, especially in, in, um, in, in a joint environment, not everybody has the same cyber environment, right? So even including me, right? I, I know I have a certain kind of skill sets that other people don't have on the team. And one of them is I'm not the most technically astute. That's never been my skill set. I've, I've been more of a people and um, operational kind of level kind of guy. And so, but we have a lot of technical people there. And so when p- other people, if there's an, a misalignment in that, I don't do it as far as trying to leave you behind. But if they don't understand, I need to make sure I take the time to make sure everybody on the team understands where we're going. And that that's fair feedback. And I do need to do, so I work hard on trying to offer up, hey, so you want to have a phone call? I can go over this thing with you. Just meet me in my office or whatever it is and try and offer as many times, many opportunities as possible to keep the team together. But depending on what's going on, if the timeline requires we got to move, we're moving. I'm not going to wait until perfect. And so we can get those things done. I think I have a good sense of when that happens. And so it was just a reminder to make sure that I'm cognizant of that and try not to leave anybody behind. So I think that was good feedback for me. And then the third one was uh, um, 
So I mentioned about uh, um, being my package going up for SDE. So this is my last look. And the feedback essentially was like, hey, so you're going to get pushed, but it's probably not going to be a strong push and you're probably not going to make it. I was like, okay, that's fair. And I understood that. Like, I do think my chances of getting picked up for school are very, very slim. And I'm personally okay with that, even on my last look. Part of that is because I think timing-wise, it would have worked better if I got picked up last year and I would have moved this summer. Timing-wise for my family, it would have been better, I should say. And so um, as far as the program, stuff like that, they're all interesting and stuff. But like... SDE and getting selected for school, while that's a great, um, uh, you know, accomplishment to, and it definitely sets you on a certain path for, uh, for success in the Air Force, it's not a get, you don't need it. It's not necessary. Like I've worked for 06s who didn't go to any school at all. They went, the only school in residence they went to was SOS. So clearly if my goal is making 06, which it is my primary goal, SDE does not, is not a requirement of that. I did it by correspondence already. I did it the same year I graduated from Command and Staff College. So, like, I've already checked the official box the Air Force needs. Going in residence is not that big a deal. And so, like, when that feedback was given back to me, I was like, oh, okay, that's fine. That's, it's realistic, too. Like, I, I, I know um, based on my records and the people who get selected for that, I don't think my records are strong enough. And that's personally, that's okay. I'm not self-eliminating. I still turn in a package and we'll see what's going to happen. But, like, it's not my heart is not broken because of those things. So when uh, um, uh, the senior Air Force uh, leadership was talking to our deputy commander, so our one star, right now he is the one who currently signs off on, on all as our senior raider for some of our packages. Hopefully it's going to change when Lieutenant General Skinner comes on board at the end of the month. Um, it was like, hey, so yeah, so this is Gabe's last look for school. And then just as a reminder, this is his, uh, um, he's in the zone for 06 this year too. And the response for the one star is like, Gabe is really it's like, yes, sir. Huh? He doesn't act like a guy who's in, he doesn't act like a guy who's about to meet his board. And so that feedback came back to me and the way they said, they were kind of like trying to, trying to cage it. Like he's not saying you're immature. I was like, he could be saying that, but <laughs> I mean like the way I conduct myself, maybe he is saying that, but they inferred that's not what they meant. I think they were surprised that, it's kind of odd. Like, what is a what is a O five supposed to be acting like if they're in the zone for O six? Am I supposed like in my head? I was like, am I supposed to be a a undercutting O five trying to just kind of like move all the pe- my peers out of the way because to make sure I shine and I get I get myself in the best position to make O six? Is that what everybody should be acting like? I don't know. Is it where I should be like this? I don't know, like a weird stereotypical old crusty O5 out there trying to do stuff. And I'm like all ornery about things and like shaking my fist at the air. Like, is that what an O5 about to meet his O6 board is supposed to look like? I don't know. It was, it was an odd comment, but I do think it was, it's definitely reflective of, I don't conduct myself in a positive way. I took it as, I don't conduct myself as a typical field grade officer, as a lieutenant colonel or a major or otherwise. Like I just carry myself a little bit differently because I, I like to be a positive person all the time. Like there's type work, work is going to suck. You're going to have the ups and downs. There's going to be those times you got to grind. Why can't you just laugh? I'll find any opportunity to make the team laugh a little distracting, but they get back on task. My work has never faulted of that. It's my work is a hundred percent. I'm putting all in what I can to my work. And so it's not that I just, I'm a little bit lighthearted. I don't mind. Uh, the other part, I think, is I'm not afraid to. So maybe an O5 who is um, ready to meet their O6 board is tr- is as cautious as possible. I am not that. 
I, to the point where like they're cautious because they're trying to make themselves in the best position to get selected, right? And not do anything wrong in front of leadership to to get a lower ranking or something like that. Like, no, you're supposed to act like you're you're supposed to act all the time, and you do the right thing. And so, I, I, I joked around. I said a lot of times right now in the headquarters, we're in the hallways amongst you know action officers. We're talking about it, complaining about stuff, and then I'm like, wait, we all think about like this? Yes, yes, we all think we should do this, this, this. I'm like, well, then why do we bring it up? Like, ah, you know, it's not going to be taken well. And so, like, I end up being the, the quote unquote, hold my beer guy because I'm the only one, like, with the sand to go say something. Like, hey, if we're all thinking about I'll, if it makes you feel better, I'll say it. Do you, do you want me to say it? Yes. Okay, sure. I'll bring up the idea. And as soon as I put the idea out, people are like, yeah, yeah, yeah. What, what Colonel Avila said. I'm like, I don't want to be like, I don't want to be like, y'all fucker said that in the hallway, like outside. But it, it, it's weird where, some people just don't are not comfortable as far as I don't want to say going against the system because that's what I'm talking about. But just trying to find when you see something wrong or when you know things could be done a little bit better, be a disruptive. Um, what is it like disruptive energy, but positive disruptive energy, right? You want it like, oh, this is the way we've always done it. Well, that's stupid. Stop doing it like that. If it doesn't make sense or you don't know why you're doing it, let's analyze that. And you should value yourself more than just accepting things the way they are. And so like there's there's definitely a certain form and structure to a military organization, but there's a lot of nuances in there that we can actually change for the better of people. And I'm always trying to find ways to make the team more efficient. I'm always trying to find solutions that do not, are not at the expense of our workforce. We're trying to promote talent management. All the things as far it's people. That's the one. That's the always thing I'm going to be siding on, right? And so understanding that so you're going to have the ebb and flow of sacrifices. Some days are going to be long. Some days you need to uh, deploy or whatever it is. It's like yeah, th- th- noted. That's just regular part of the part of the job. But like, there's no reason why you shouldn't. If you have the capacity to help your team, why wouldn't you make those cha- uh, those changes and ma- and take those action plans? So. Um, yeah, he doesn't act like a guy who's uh, meeting Zosix board. I don't really know what that means. I get is a, am I not supposed to get tattoos? Am I not supposed to get third in the Baltimore Open and be a good weightlifter? Am I not supposed to really, really enjoy watching Marvel movies with my family? I don't know what that means. All that means is I. So all all being said, right? All the feedback coming online, it's 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 settling. It's settling into. I'm going to meet my Zosix board in July, and then. It, it what's going to happen is going to happen right as much as i believe in myself that i know i can do and perform at the next level my records and the board is going to be who, what determines that fate and if i make it over that 50 something percent hopefully <laughs> whatever that is i mean i get that opportunity i'm going to kick ass at it i know i am but like i am nervous i am nervous as far as like you can call it success is just my path whatever has, has led me to this point i have to er- own all my choices and it's going to culminate into that thing and it's going to be a significant emotional event for me and um, i'm nervous about it regardless of people are gonna be like oh you're a shoe in like you know nobody knows maybe like there's a bunch of alphas out there that are just awesome and then i am just not that much i'm a lowercase alpha it is what it is right i can't not everybody's gonna make it it's just that, that's just the way the the world works or the air force works or the military works <clears throat> excuse me so i'm nervous but i'm not going to stop doing what i need to do I'm going to remain myself, try and become a better leader every day, um, do the right thing for my team, understand that it's not all about me, it's about the team, and conduct myself the way I know a leader should be conducting himself because I got to stay true. So again, guided my emotions a little bit this episode, a lot of stuff that I talked about, but like I said, it's very therapeutic for me to share my thoughts for you. Um, I think that, especially for any officer, you can say a junior or a senior officer going we're all going through these things. If I can share my stories and let you know that all of us are thinking of the same things, 
we go, we're, no one's impervious to this entire system. I'm definitely not that. So I'll offer up my advice to you uh, to remain true. You know exactly who you are and the things you need to do to be a good leader in this Air Force. So make sure you do them. So, all right, team, thanks for tuning in this week. And we're going to talk to you guys next week. Peace. Thanks for tuning in to Constant Elevation. Be sure to subscribe, rate, and review on your preferred podcast listening platform. Visit our site at constantelevation.co. Find and follow us on Facebook at constantelevation.co. And like and follow me on Instagram at at gaybrock01. As always, don't wait for the future. Define the future.